There's lines across my face Tell you the story of who I am So many stories of where I've been And how I got to where I am But these stories don't mean anything When you've got no one to tell them to it's true I was made for you I'm a huge Grey's Anatomy fan and heard this song first time in the show in an unbelievable powerful voice of Sarah Ramirez and I was hooked to the song instantly so I went back to the original version by Brandy Carlile Ever since this song has been one of my favorites while working on my podcast this song kept on coming back to me maybe because the lyrics are so apt especially when you think of it from the perspective of journey of folk tales that surpasses time generations and evolutions and still goes on and on but these folk tales don't actually mean anything or hold no significance if they're not told or passed on to our next generation with all these thoughts i couldn't stop myself but to start this episode with this beautiful number i'm not a singer but music moves me heals me just like stories does <laughs> folks out there hope you guys are doing good and keeping safe welcome to another episode of oh folk with me shilpa das gupta where we celebrate the rich heritage of folk tales from across the world folk tales that are comparatively less known to the world i am a storyteller and i am a sucker of folk tales so this is my little effort to bring this hundreds of year old heritage stories to the newer generation before they get lost in the crises of time and technology i feel it is important to pass on these treasures as they tell us so much about our cultures the societal practices and how we have evolved over these years these stories were born when there were no written communication and passed on generation after generation orally As I mentioned in my other episode this month of August is extremely special for my country India as we celebrate our independence on August 15th so this month we are celebrating the cultural diversity of India through her rich vault of folk tales You're listening to O Folk with me Shilpa Das Gupta exclusive podcast where we walk together down the folk trail with folk tales and vibrant culture stories from across the globe with the magic of storytelling in previous episode we traveled all the way to north this episode let's go to the eastern part of india today i bring to you a story from this eastern state of india called bihar the name bihar originates from the word 
Vihara in Sanskrit and Pali language. In medieval period, there existed many Buddhist Viharas or abodes of Buddhist monks in this area. And that's how this area got its name. Today's story is indeed very sweet because it's about a sweet or dessert. A folktale about a dessert? Interesting, right? So if there is a folktale about this dessert, imagine how old this dessert recipe actually goes back to. The dessert of our story is called Malpua. Malpua is considered one of the oldest Indian dessert. Malpua refers to this small pancakes made with all-purpose flour, wheat flour, whatever you take, and then deep fried in desi ghee or Indian clarified butter. Uh, you can also take uh, oil and then soaked in sugar syrup. Oh, it's heaven in mouth. Trust me, guys. In India, it is generally served with chopped dry fruits and rubbery as topping. Now, what is rubbery? Another happiness. So basically, rubbery is thickened, sweetened milk having layers of cream in it and it's flavored with cardamom, saffron and other dry fruits. Oh, if happiness was a human, it would have definitely looked like Malpua with hands made of rubbery. Such great imagination, proud of myself. But no joking, if you ever go to India for a trip or if you ever visit an Indian dessert store or a snack store, definitely ask for Malpua or Rabri and I can promise you will not regret. <laughs> now before I get too distracted or too hungry, let's just come back to the episode and to the story. And also in today's folk fact, I will share something really, really interesting about Malpua. So stay with me. You are listening to O Folk with me, Shilpa Das Gupta. An exclusive podcast where we walk together down the folk trail with folk tales and vibrant culture stories from across the globe. Now, Malpua is a very sought-after dessert in India, particularly in northern and eastern part of India. No big occasion, festivals, celebrations is complete without Malpua. Traditionally, it's made fresh at home, but in today's time, you can also buy it ready-made from stores. Also, in some cultures, the first thing that a bride cooks after coming to her in-laws is Malpua. So you can understand the importance of this dessert from cultural perspective. But it is an expensive dessert, meaning the kind of ingredients used to make Malpua is quite expensive. It has dry fruits, fine variety of wheat flour, milk, sugar, ghee, which is Indian clarified butter. All of these are quite expensive. And for poor families or poor farmer families, it's not easy to afford these products on a daily basis or even on festivals for that matter. The landless farmers, they have to struggle to get two-course meals in a day, forget buying ingredients for a Malpoa, right? So this story is about this poor farmer family and their tryst with Malpua. There was this farmer called Ramraj and his wife's name was Dhania. 
they were landless farm workers living in a certain small village now they were extremely poor but they loved each other in spite of regular financial struggles they were happy with each other every day dhanya used to cook affectionately with whatever ramraj used to get for her after long days work at his landowner's farm she always tried to give extra food to her husband considering he used to work so hard at the farms so one day ramraj felt a strong urge to eat malpoa he told his wife we couldn't eat malpoa last holy because our landowner's father passed away and even he didn't celebrate the festival so he couldn't give us any malpoa either and it has been so long i feel like eating malpoa so badly he explained to his wife tania felt bad she also thought to herself that whatever ramraj is saying is true they haven't had malpoa for quite a long time so she agreed to make some she said get me some sugar milk ghee and wheat flour and i will try to manage some dry fruits from our master's home and don't worry i'll make some for you now ramraj worked extra he worked harder he worked for longer hours to manage some extra money to buy all those ingredients and finally he managed to do so one day he got all the ingredients and handed them over to his wife and his wife dania also managed to get some dry fruits unfortunately the ingredient was not a lot so dania could only manage to make five malpoas now the problem starts problem is how to share the malpoas between two people five is an odd number now ramraj urged that please let me have more i worked so hard i had to work in fact extra hard to get all those ingredients so i should get more Dhania who always gives extra food to Ramraj this time did not agree she thought to herself that i have cooked this delicacy after years of our marriage and i don't want to part with these he shouldn't have more so she said i rounded the dough i sat before the oven in the heat for hours i made everything so technically i should have more now she also had her logic Ramraj got a bit angry. He said, "Had I not brought the flour, the sugar, the ghee, how would I have cooked it? Also, I worked extra hard to earn that extra money to buy all these ingredients. And on top of everything, I was the one who proposed the idea. So, I should have more no matter what." Now, this little argument between a husband and wife snowballed into a fierce quarrel. While they were fighting, the malpoas were falling cold and losing its flavor as i said they are normally served hot right now after arguing for hours and hours the couple finally tried to reach an agreement they decided to not speak to each other with the precondition that the one who speaks first will lose and get only two malpoas the one who won't speak is the winner and will get the larger share of three malpoas now ramraj and dhania as decided stop talking to each other day turned into afternoon afternoon turned into evening and evening turned into night time this story took place obviously many hundreds years ago there were no electricity and it used to get dark really fast in the villages so the neighbors and other villagers had fallen asleep quite early dhania and ramraj went to bed empty stomach they did not eat anything the malpoas they were still lying there all cold and stale and flavorless the next morning the neighbors saw ramraj's door shut 
As the sun rose and the day advanced, they got a little suspicious. The door was still not opening and they couldn't hear anyone's voice from inside the house. They called other neighbors and villagers to find out what has happened to this couple. They knocked on the door repeatedly but unfortunately didn't hear anyone or nobody came to even open the door. Obviously their suspicion grew. The villagers finally broke the doors open and barged inside to find that both Ramraj and his wife were lying on their respective beds. Now the only thing the villagers could think of doing was arranging for a pyre each for the husband and wife. Then they got divided into two groups and picked up the pyres on their shoulders to take them to the cremation ground. That's when Ramraj got scared. He sat up yelling towards his wife. You stupid woman, I accept my defeat by speaking first. I do not want to get cremated just for the sake of some stupid malpuas. Now the wife too got out of the pyre. Both the husband and wife ate the malpuas that was prepared the day before, tasteless, stale, cold, and became laughing stock for the rest of the village. And the villagers were stunned at the stupidity of this couple. Now the moral of the story is when you have little you give undue importance to trivial matters and forget to look into the larger picture of course it is not a fault to have less but it is in our hands how we are going to look at it or what perspective to hold in life small changes in perspective can actually bring huge positive transformations in life also when you invest time in trivial matters you miss out on bigger opportunities so try to look at bigger things bigger picture in life and that might add some really important positive changes it is so interesting to me that these folk tales written hundreds of years ago still hold so much relevance in our lives even in 2021 And I am pretty sure even if you read these stories maybe 50 years down the line they will still be equally relevant. A version of the story and many other folk tales from Bihar can be found in the book The Greatest Folk Tales of Bihar by Nalin Verma. How fascinating that a story about a dessert can give such a sweet lesson for life. Talking about dessert, time for today's episode's folk fact. as promised to you before you're listening to o folk with me shilpa and it's time for this episode's folk fact you will be surprised to know that the first reference of malpua was made in the rigveda which is an ancient indian collection of vedic sanskrit hymns it is one of the four sacred texts of hinduism known as vedas and rigveda is considered as the oldest sanskrit text in rigveda malpua has been referred as apupa and talks about the recipe of apupa that uses barley flour made in form of flat cakes deep fried in clarified butter and then dipped in honey before serving very very close to the malpua that we make today and even more interesting that malpua is considered god's food In the famous Lord Jagannath's temple in Odisha, another eastern state of India, malpua is offered as part of the chappan bhog or 56 item meal that's offered to Lord Jagannath. In Odisha, malpua is called amalu. You see how one dessert changes name from one state to another but binds 
people together with its delectable taste. To add to the sweetness of this episode, I thought why not share with you guys the recipe of Malpoa. So, I will be adding that in the episode notes on the podcast platforms whichever you follow. So, check it out. On this sweet note, that will be all for this episode. Please follow O Folk on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, whichever podcast platform you prefer listening to and I am also available on social media. So search with O Folk O H H F O L K that's O Folk underscore podcast or just O Folk on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and I will be sharing sneak peeks and behind the scenes stories with you guys and we can catch up there as well. as i'm starting my journey i will be more than happy and excited to get your feedbacks and reactions and reviews so please 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 leave them on the podcast platforms you are listening me on to oh and don't forget to tell your neighbors friends families about o folk and please spread the word that will mean the world to me I will drop new episodes every other Wednesday so that's twice a month. Meanwhile, do check out other episodes of O Folk. See you guys in another storytelling session. Until then, spread sweetness around by being kind, compassionate and thoughtful towards each other. This is Shilpa signing off. Namaste.